for the rest of it, baby. <laughs> We're live, so you just did. It's <laughs> my costume, yeah. There you go. All right, well, we're live. Welcome, everybody. No music this week. None. None. Uh, to nope. another wait, exciting wait. special <laughs> Halloween edition of the Snap Crackle Podcast. You guys know Mike, you guys know Yannis, you know me, but sitting across from me is the lovely, lovely Tammy J. Holmes. Thank you for coming, Tammy. We appreciate this. And would you like to tell everybody what it is that you do exactly? I'm a psychic medium, and um, I do readings, clearings. Um, I help people uh, cross over. I also coach people, and I'm an author. And it, I also help whatever the problem is. So a lot of parents who lose kids to suicide, and they need closure with their kids or they can't get over it, I help them as well. And you've also located some missing bodies as well. I have done that, and it's not a forte that I enjoy doing. Um, But that's what I saw. Doesn't love finding bodies. Well, that's what I saw when I did some research online, and she's been featured on like Discovery Channel and all this. That's crazy! Awesome. What is happening? Yeah. Whoa! I know this is the most legitimate thing we've ever been a part of. Seriously, we have reached the big time. on the podcast here, and I couldn't even wear a damn costume today. I know. I wore the most like boring outfit ever a gray shirt and jeans you are ray charles Come on. <laughs> basically drinking a drinking a, a, a pepsi if you yeah. had my glasses you might be able to pull it off that's, yeah. it. Right, right. that's, that's all i need that's so need. do you have what's i guess i don't know where to start really but do you guys have any specific questions for tammy well, i mean tammy when someone asks you about this what do they usually ask and what do you usually say <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, there's some main questions that people come with is money, relationships, uh, loved ones who's passed on, Mm -hmm. their children, their health, even their exit points. So a lot of people want to know when they're exiting. Oh, when they're going to die? When they're going to go. Or leave the room. Oh, Oh, right, right, right. (laughs) Tammy, when can I go? (laughs) But you have many exit points, so there's not just one. Sometimes there might be one or two. A lot of people have five to eight exit points. And I know for me, I've had points in my life where I know I could have took that exit and I didn't want to go. So some people have had those experiences. And you know, you're like, I could leave, but I don't want to leave yet. Oh, Define exit point for me then. That's curious. What do you mean Uh, by that? It's a point where you can leave the planet. You have this knowing or you get ill. You know how you can say some people have nine lives Uh and they actually do. Uh, where you just know this is a time where you can take it and you can leave, but then you decide to stay. And you don't have to have a near-death experience to have that happen. Really? Yeah. Huh. Because I feel like I've, I've had a f- few accidents in my day. I've been hit by, hit by a car when I was five. Wow. And uh, I also fell down stairs when I was a, an infant. And so, Those yeah. are exit points. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, so there's two right death. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm also an idiot. So I mean, <laughs> I'm sure I'll have about 14 more. more in the next decade. <laughs> yeah, you probably will. Something's wrong if you don't have more exit points happening. You're getting old. Right. Exactly. Yeah. True. 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 And shots fired. I'm, I'm going to fight you later for that one. Exit point incoming. <laughs> yes. I got for another. You. For you. So when did you discover that you had this, this gift? Well, I was born with it. Um, at the time, uh, when I was very young, I thought that everybody had this. So okay. I, was, I was born in the coal, which is called, um, I was in the afterbirth. I was a twin that 
wasn't supposed to be there. So my brother came out, and then they told my mom, hey, you have another one here. And I was actually inside the afterbirth. Oh. And I was two pounds. My brother was three pounds. Whoa. We weren't even supposed to live, but we did. Jeez. But when you're born that way, you have extra psychic abilities. So wow. I've had this when I was a kid. I used to talk to angels and guides, and I knew everything. And I was raised in a very strict Catholic family upbringing. So I was told, don't tell anybody, because my mom would have freaked out. Mm. Were you ever worried that someone might find out and maybe, I don't know, say you were just crazy or? I kept the secret, you know, when the angels would be in my bed playing all night with me. And when they said, you know, just don't tell anybody, I trusted that. So because I didn't share it with anybody, my sister got scared because she'd wake up and see me talking to nobody. And she asked to move out of the room. So my mom (laughs) moved her out. (laughs) But... uh, you it's always know? a good reason to get your own room. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Should have tried that when I was a kid. And she was always <laughs> afraid of it until we became adults, and then she embraced it. So, what's your fam? So she's embraced it as she's yeah. gotten older. Has yes. that been the reaction from the rest of your family? Yes. Oh. Wow. Uh, because I've done a lot of work. I've been doing this for twenty-seven years. So, um, not just uh, the psychic stuff, but I you I produced like twenty events. Um, and when I was in Arizona and California and I had all the famous speakers, I had Oprah speakers come in and my family used to come to these events. And, you know, when you have all these people wanting to speak at your events and they're big names, you know, your family starts giving you some credibility. (laughs) And so they started embracing it and not just being psychic, I'm extremely spiritual. So I try to walk a spiritual life and, and try to treat people the way I would want to be treated. Oh, true. Do you to adhere me, this to any, is a purpose, you know? Is there like a religion that you sort of adhere to? You said you were raised I'm spiritual. Catholic. But, okay. um, and I believe in everything. I think there's truth in everything. So if you need religion, I think that's great. You, I don't think there's bad and good. Whatever, whatever opens you up to um, your soul's growth, then take it. And it could be gardening. It could be, you know, sitting around playing a video game. I mean, whatever opens you up to. I don't know why you looked at me when you said that. (laughs) Shots fired. There's an exit point right there. (laughs) (laughs) Goodness gracious. Sick burn. (laughs) So when you say as a kid, you talk to angels, what do you mean by angels? I can actually see him sitting in my bed. Like, what is an angel, though? Like, an angel. I, I knew they weren't earth. They weren't earth forms. They, they look like angels with wings, huh. and mm. they were white and uh, sitting on my bed. And they and offensive. I'm kidding. I had one angel that was black. Oh, so nice. Okay, I'm, a I'm little kidding, girl that was black. And heaven and has to meet that uh, that ethnicity so, quota yeah, too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Token again. (laughs) Aw, shucks. (laughs) And they were all different colors. Oh, that's awesome. I had an Asian angel and a black and a white. There were three or four different different ethnics, and they'd come in, and to me it was all love. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So what have been some more, uh, I don't know, interesting or intense experiences that you feel comfortable sharing I've Since you've been so doing many. it. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it's hard to narrow it down. Yeah, well, I mean, like I told you earlier, one of the the big ones was, um, you know, I'm known for finding missing bodies. Yes. Which I've worked with uh, six, seven different agencies um, across the nation finding that. And I'm, oh. I don't really enjoy it because it's intense. It's hard work. It consumes you, and it's hard to do. How, how What's do, that how process? Does, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, do you, how do you get started in something like that? How do you, like, do you contact them? Do they contact you after a while? Well, what happened is... Uh, the, originally, what happened is one of when I was in Arizona, uh, 
this woman who's very famous in Arizona, she's been on Oprah and everything, mm-hmm. made a lot of money, okay? And her mother was murdered in the desert, and her boyfriend killed her and Oof. buried her, and then he hung himself seven days later. So her mother actually came to my house in spirit and wouldn't leave me alone till I contacted the daughter because a friend of mine knew her. I didn't know her. So I finally contacted her. I said, you need to get over here because your mom won't leave me alone, and I need to help you with finding her body because she wouldn't stop looking. I knew exactly. I said, it's 52 miles southeast of Phoenix, off this off-ramp, off this off-ramp your mom's buried. And she was. How, how, how long until someone went looking there? Like, did you say that? Uh, and there was like, they were kind of like, well, okay, whatever, we're going to no, do our own thing? Or? Um, she, she had this in her to go find her mother. She needed closure. And the thing about um, when people are missing, they don't close that for seven years. So families don't get closure for seven years with mm. that, legally. It's an and even case. still, I can't legally. That doesn't mean anything to me if somebody's missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like seven years old. Okay, I guess so it's done. Would you point to that uh, as a, I don't know, as a way to silence some critics to say, I mean, that's kind of incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Because well, I mean, well, a lot of people happened? don't know this, but yeah. Arizona, you know, it's huge. It's, it's like it's finding like, a needle in a haystack. Yeah. Okay. And then what happened from that case? I had people coming at my house at two or three o'clock in the morning. I had shamans from Flagstaff from tribes coming to me to help find their missing relatives. And then I ended up helping them find their missing relatives. So then the detectives found out about it in Tucson and Arizona, Flagstaff, all over. And I start getting calls from different agencies to help with cold cases. Some of them I would do, and others I'm like, you know what, I don't want to. I, I did one other case, and it freaked me out because it was a small, weird town, okay? So I took a friend with me. Um, because his mother contacted me, and I really felt called to help her because she, she was a reverend, a spiritual reverend, and she was like, my son is gone, nobody's giving me answers, and it was this funky little town off um, the I-40 I, um, uh, going towards Las Vegas. I mean, I got off into that town, and it was like everybody was watching me, okay? <laughs> and then I picked up, it was weird, and then I picked up his best friend, and there were cars chasing us. Okay, and then oh. I pulled over because this car followed me and kind of ran me down. And the guy in the back seat was helping me, took off and hid behind underneath the <laughs> overpass and left me there with this guy. And do, and he, do you want to say where this was? I can't remember the town. It was uh, I-40, and I, I blocked it, okay. you know? Because after that happened, the guy came to my car and he said, what are you doing here? Like, you know, we're all watching you. I'm like, no. I'm going to drop this guy off and I'm leaving. So it was about an about two hours outside of uh, Phoenix, north. Gotcha. And I got him to where he needed to go. I said, "I'm out of here. I don't want any part of this. I'm not gonna, you know, be concerned about my life be c- trying to find a missing body." You know. So the Arizona Tourism Board isn't contacting you anytime <laughs> that, soon. No. Well, they have actually. They contacted really? me. Yeah, about four months ago, <laughs> and asked me for another case. And and I said I gave him what I got, and I'm like, good luck and. Um, oh, and he was connected to the case of that one. And all the information I gave him on that came true. Wow. They still wow. couldn't find the body, and I told him you're not going to find it. So do you know how many uh, cases, like official police cases or different agency cases you've worked on over the years? Probably 50, 60. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, and it's cool when a cop comes to you and they're open to this, you know. And, and to me, that's a dedication that they want answers, you know, but they're not out with a lot Have of you. Their, 
other officers. Have around. you ever been accused of being tied to it somehow? I was for just knowing thinking that. I was thinking that. Too much. I know uh, Yannis is thinking, if I told him I knew where the body was, they're yeah, taking they're me like, away. Yeah, just go lock him up. <laughs> no. I, I, had, I had one case that kind of freaked me out where it was part of the tribe, the shaman tribe up in Flagstaff, this huge. And, you know, shamans, to me, they got it going on. I'm like, go to your tribe. <laughs> they should be able to see what I see, you know? But this lady would come at 2 o'clock at 3 o'clock in the morning and would knock at my door. She was so desperate to find her son. And I, and I told her this, and I learned from that experience. I said, your brother was killed by um, your neighbors about two miles down on the left. They have a trailer and they have a, a two, you know, the truck was like two ton, uh, brown, light brown, and it was weird colors. They live in a trailer. Two guys live there. They murdered your son. You know what she did? She went over to their friggin' house Jeez. and oh, knocked gosh. on the door. After I told her, do not go to attempt to go don't talk to them and you know in the native americans um there's not a lot of law in their area you know they you can do all kinds of crazy stuff right so she went and harassed them and told them what she knew and you know what they did and i told her i said they went and dug up the body which wasn't far away from there and took it further north and and i told her they buried it near new mexico and I said, you just help them relocate your brother's body. And I said, now he's in the border between New Mexico and um, Arizona, wow. right? So guess what happened? About two years later, they found his body exactly where I said. Wow. wow. Yeah, but I told her, don't come back to me. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be part of this. I don't want anybody yeah. coming here with, you know, driving by my house or is anything. That, is that the only, um, I don't know, a client or anyone that you've interacted with that hasn't followed what you've told them to do, and That's it's ended up badly. One. But they ended up finding the body, you know, um, so that was a good thing. That was the only one that uh, didn't really listen. Um, I've had other cases, and I I like dealing directly with the police department because they're not involved in it emotionally, so you, they don't get mm, erratic with right. it. Um, we did have a missing uh, case where this girl was murdered, and they thought the mother did it, and they took all her kids away from her. And I'm like, the mom didn't do it. You know, so they took all her four or five kids away and then they put her in jail without the body. And I kept saying she didn't do it. Somebody kidnapped that kid. And, you know, and I said, she's in a canal. Um, They never found it. And then they ended up paying two million dollars to bury uh, to take the trash up and go through it because they thought she put the body in a suitcase and put it out um, on the West Valley of Arizona. And I'm like, you guys are wasting two million dollars. It's not there. Jeez, man. Yeah. Wow. So, well, cops wasting money is nothing new. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Government wasting money is nothing new. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it all works out in the end. So, yeah. what would you say to people? When do you think people should reach out to you? If they can't let go of something, if they need closure from somebody passing, um, the thing I always say: people get stuck on the coulda, shouldas. I should have did this, maybe I did that. If I took my dad here, maybe this wouldn't happen. You know, guilt is a, a really bad thing to hang on to. So if people need closure with somebody who's passed on or a child who's committed suicide, I've done a lot of that. And that gives me a lot of joy to help parents get out of their grief. And is there more work on this side or the other side with something like that? Uh you know, it's there's work on the other side, but it's different. It's light and it's love. Um, you know, they 
transfer into the light. They transmute. They grow rapidly. Um, they'll have regrets. And when I do readings with souls, spirits, they're the same personalities. They'll come in so that the person I'm reading can verify what I'm getting, their likes, dislikes, uh, what's going on. Sometimes I get names. Sometimes I don't. Uh, but they they grow, you know, and a lot of times, you know, people think suicide is like, oh, my God, what a regret. It really isn't. You know, sometimes a soul just can't manage to be here. It's too, the planet's very dark and very light. It's very hard to be here for old souls or souls that are extremely sensitive and, you know, emotional, mental illness. You know, sometimes that's their way out and they have to learn from it and they probably do have to come back. And they have to decide that with their spirit guides and God or whoever they counsel with. But, you know, even, and I don't believe there's a hell. So uh, from all the years I've done this. Are you sure you were raised Catholic? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on now. We can see through this. Hey, and I got beat by the nuns a lot. Oh, I, did, I, did, I did too. Yeah. I did too. And, and you know, because I always said God's love I and wish. nothing else. I don't get this. I think nuns, you know, respect to nuns, but they're repressed, you know, a lot of anger. And in my days, they could beat you and it's okay. Yeah, they beat me too. I'm from yeah. a different country. That's why. So, yeah. I'm yeah, not, could, I, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They got me. They got me. And and so, I mean, and I know they did the best they could, and yeah. uh, but I don't believe God's a vengeful God, and I don't believe there's there's a hell from everything I've done. But there are different levels of heaven. Hmm. There's 74 levels, and you go in the, at the level that you vibrate, and then you move up. So, you know, and the first place you go to is an energy hospital, and you go in there, and you recover from your passing. And some people are there for, like on our time, there is no time there. But like six months, some people are there for a long time, um, depending on what they crossed with. Okay. So, Jeffrey Dahmer. Energy hospital for like a thousand years, maybe. <laughs> it might be. But, but can, you mem- can you, and there's no I hell. hope he's got a room with one bed. You, know? you don't want to be like, of yeah. course. He's going to go in at the level that he, he vibrates. Wow. And he may move up and he may not. Oh, but so you bad. know my take on all of that is? Okay. Okay, it's very different. I believe in past lives, you know, if you're open to that or not. So if, and that might be part of his contract to do that. We don't know who killed him in a past life. Oh. You know, so say you have an issue with some something, you know, somebody, say somebody has an issue with black people. Yeah. Well, guess what you're going to do? Think about PD. Yeah, they got you're gonna come in. <laughs> you're going to come in. You're going to come in. As a black person in your next lifetime. Okay. Because you got to embrace it. Uh, yeah. Wait, so in his past lifetime, he was a racist. Probably. And now he's well, here he as a been. black guy. <gasps> he could have been. What is happening right now? <laughs> Did we just quadruple solve racism? <laughs> we got him. We keep solving racism over and over and over Ladies again and gentlemen, on the, on the we got podcast. <laughs> Good grief. I can't wait to see a racist and be like, you better be careful. In the next life, you're going to be black. That's right. <laughs> What'd you say to well, me? Well, I have, I have another question. So I had heard you speaking just briefly um, out in the green room, a.k.a. Okay. In my living room, uh, <laughs> that uh, you help... I think you, I don't, I forget how you, you said it, but you help a spirit move on. I do. And so what, what does that entail? And what has that been like for you? To me, that's easy work. Okay. Um, there are a lot of earthbound spirits here. I mean, a lot. Uh, and the number one reason spirits don't cross, can you guess what that is? Regrets. It's sort of like that. Papa okay. John's. 
What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Funny. Okay. He loves Papa John. He's going to be a black <laughs> guy in the John. next <laughs> life. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Papa John Schnatter will be a black guy in the next life. Yeah. Papa's in the house. <laughs> nope. No, we don't know what it is, though. Um, the number one reason that people don't go to the light, because it opens up for everybody, mm. is they don't feel they deserve it. Mm. So they stay. So you get like a glimpse of that opening, and then if you don't take it, it it's a portal. It shuts. So what I do is I'll go in, and um, the number way to get somebody to cross is to bring in somebody they love, they feel safe with. So I just hold the space. I bring in somebody love, and then they go. I don't have to do anything. They'll just go. They'll open the portal, and and then they cross over. Hmm. And uh, so anytime I go into any situation or home, and I know somebody's stuck there, I always cross them over because I can't handle scenes. It's not ethical to me. It's like I can't leave a house knowing somebody's stuck in it. But do you think, though, too, I think that's a kind of a good analogy for life, too, that I think a lot of people who miss out on bettering themselves and, like, finding love and, you know, being happy in general. Hey, hey, we're being, we're being philosophical here. You brought in the medium. You brought in the medium. Okay? I agree. No, I, yeah. I see what you're yeah. saying. Oh, because, you said finding love, don't... and I just wanted to make eye contact with Mike. Oh, okay, yeah. It's the glasses. <laughs> yeah, the glasses. It's yeah. like <laughs> poker. Right. But it's over like, here. I think that's one of the reasons why people don't like do that, because they think they don't, they don't deserve it. You, know? you get the love they that don't you know think you deserve. Exactly. They don't know how to receive it. They don't know how to receive it. You accept the love you think you deserve. And a lot of people, I tell people who want to find love, say, I'm now ready to receive love and to be taken care of. And I'm now ready to love and take care of somebody else because if you go chasing it, you're going to bring in the wrong people. Like waterfalls. I've always said waterfalls. You know, it is. And you just have to love yourself. It's like what you resist persists. So if you are not comfortable being alone, you're going to create that energy. So you got to learn how to love being with you. And when you're okay with it, like people go out to the bars and they're so, you know, they're on the prowl and they're looking. I'm like, you don't need to act desperate. Just be be okay. Don't you be know? so thirsty. Mike's yeah. always on the prowl. Right? I think you're always on the prowl, Mike. Look at the how you're dressed. Look at you. you not be on the prowl from your chest pubes when you've got this all the way down. Actually, let's make it a little. Yeah. Oh God, buddy, stop. Follow that oh, hand. Stop it. Please. No. Stop it. That's for the, um, someone, the someone Patreon little, subscribers. Someone put a little only. extra brown sugar in their oatmeal this morning. I want to. I want to back up for a second. I want to ask all a right. question. Yeah. So we've talked about crossing over, but then we've also talked about multiple lives. Right. I don't past know. lives. Yeah. So if you've had past lives, do you have another life because you choose another life? Or is it because you don't want to go to, you said, the white light? Right. Um, how does that work out? I mean, well, you have it- to cross over before you do the next life. Okay. So you okay. have to go there and then refuel, learn, get new contracts for your next life. Okay. okay. Gotcha. And then, um, and this is even more deeper. You're already doing your past and your future lives at the same time. We're doing the present past because there is no time. We've made that. So Because time is one eternal round. That's it. And when you step outside this dimension, time is all happening at once. It's all happening at the yeah. same time. What is what is happening I know. right now? My brain is okay. exploding right now. <laughs> Space and time, but, the way that they exist in one exact moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. your soul wants to evolve. So, uh-huh. it, you know, a lot of people say, I'm never coming back. Because it, it can be hard, you know, it's challenging at times, but your soul wants to evolve. So if you go there and you realize you still need to learn, you're going to want to come back and you'll come with this, back with the same people, uh, the so same soul family, soul groups, everything. This, so your understanding of all of this is this comes from communicating with people who've been there or yeah. who are there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've learned this from guides. Uh, I work with the Council of Twelve. I work with the Ascended Masters, the Archangels, and also the Akashic Records. 
I'm going to have to go back and watch this episode to <laughs> okay. remember. Yeah, to Google all are. of this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and they, they are brilliantly smart. Okay. I mean, they're brilliant. And I channeled a book I wrote in 2012 and I didn't write it. It came through from a ascended master. It, it blew me away. And what's, what's the name of that book? Uh, remembering one once again. And what the um, ascended master said is you only have one choice. You only have one choice here. You're going to learn through joy or pain. Oh. Are you ready to learn from joy? And he gave me 12 principles in 20 minutes with subheadings. Hmm. I wrote it so fast I couldn't read my writing. I had to rewrite it. I was <laughs> on the floor, floor crying because I knew it was wow. anointed. And it, the voice was so loud I didn't know if it was in my head or in the room. Wow. Like, you need to get this stuff and write it down. So then how, how has all of this affected your life, do you think? Like, how, how, so much how regular nine to five do you think your life is compared <laughs> no. to a lot of other people's? I live in two worlds constantly. But what gives me... And you're not referring to Arizona and Florida, no. right? Yeah, no, no. Because I've been to Arizona, and I would have I would accepted that answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even when I was in Arizona, I was living oh, in Oh, okay, worlds. all right. Just rather to clarify. be dead in Florida yeah. than alive in Arizona. Hey, amen, brother. But you know what? When you're showing up and doing a purpose that's bigger than you, you're not even your story anymore. And when I started doing this work, I didn't want to do it, because I'm like, I don't want to do this stuff, really? Yeah. And they said, it's not about you. We want to communicate love through you. Can you get out of the way? And it pissed me off. <laughs> When they told me that at first, I'm like, what? Yeah. But after a while, you realize it has nothing to do with you. You're here to serve. Yeah. So what was that turning point like, though? I mean, were you like, no, I want to be a painter? And they're like, no. Well, you know, I, I had a job because um, um, I was a single parent and raised my son. And um, I finally, because I started doing affirmations. And, and I said, okay, God put me at a job that makes my heart sing where I can make it. Because I was just barely getting by raising a single kid. And I got this amazing job just from that affirmation i walked in i didn't know what i was interviewing for three guys interviewed me for three hours and they said do you have any bad habits with the job i'm like i was honest I'm like, i don't even know what i'm applying for you know i go home i was a finishing plant operator in an oil refinery i was i ended up oh, making wow. seventy eighty thousand dollars a year nice going from wow. twenty eight thousand. okay mm-hmm. and i That's didn't even huge. know why i was supposed to be there but i followed the guidance That's right awesome. then the best part it was i was there nine years and the job you have to watch all the stuff you know all the chemicals and it was very dangerous and i knew i wasn't going to die there so i was cool with it but I got to read everything metaphysically and spiritually. Wow. So, and I didn't know I was setting myself up for my practice. Wow! So it's more than just the money; it was everything. And um, then I ended up, I ended up doing readings for a fluke. Um, I met a friend of mine, and she said, "Come to L.A." because I was living in Bakersfield, California. She goes, "Come to L.A. I'm going to set you up for readings because we would talk about this." And she goes, "Come on, do some readings." So I went to L.A. I had ten people that weekend. The following weekend, there were thirty waiting. Wow! Mm. And it just kept growing. You know, it's like, what's going on here? That's really cool. So I built my business up while I wasn't still employed. So I did that for five years. And then by the time I got laid off at my job, everybody did. The place closed down. The refinery closed. My business was already thriving. That's great. Wow. Yeah. That's really great. So how often do you do work like this? Every day. I I, I start taking Sundays off, but I'm... I'm busy as I want to be. So, you know, I did four people today. I've got four tomorrow afternoon after I do a meditation class in the morning. You know, so I get calls from all over the world, Canada, every state here, London, 
Korea. I couldn't believe I got a call from Korea. But, you know, Spain, uh, Mexico, people find me. A lot of it's referrals. You know, somebody got a reading and they can't get over it, so they tell somebody else. And they'll call me. I I can't keep up. I've read over 60,000 people in 27 years. It's really cool. And I've coached doctors. I I also work with doctors in hospitals with patients that they don't know what's wrong with them. And then I'll go in and talk to the higher self and find out why they're sick. Yeah. And change or babies too. I love working with babies because they I can't do talk. too. I do you too. Know? Don't kay. you love that? You just said a phrase that I want to okay. pick apart. Okay, the higher apart. self. The higher. What self. do you mean by that? Everyone has a higher self. It's like your God self or your your soul self, and it will tell the truth for you. Like. It'll, like, so it'll, I'm totally so, feeling what you're saying. It'll right call. Now. It'll call. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. No, it'll, like, it'll like it'll like call you out and like reveal what's supposed to be like happening. Or is it? Can just you like, see that in people? Yes. Everybody has a higher self. So when I read people, <clears throat> I I work with your guides. I work with your higher self. It's like watching a movie for me. So I never know what's going to come in for a person. It could be loved ones, which I they do come in their higher self whatever's going on in their life. So let's talk about your higher self then. Okay. Right? Because okay. I like to think of the higher self personally as like a, your eternal sense of you. Because That's if we right. think about time and space not existing. Yes. Right. Yes. So, right. S- suddenly so, you're an expert now? Yeah. I love about- this. I love this. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Just because no, no, you don't have a shirt oh, on so doesn't mean you're your God self. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't checked in with right. me spiritually in a long time. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't care about your feelings. That is wrong so, with you. ask your question. Okay, go ahead. So, do you communicate then pretty cl- clearly with your own eternal I self then? I, I do. Okay. And if right. I have an issue, I go to the council and I complain to them about it. Has it know? has this given you like a sense into some of your past or future lives? I've I've been in my past and future lives. I've even gone in the future. Would you feel comfortable in, in like, sharing any of that with us? Sure. I've gone um uh I've gone in into the past lives of myself. I had a situation. It blew me the hell away, okay? Um, in my 30s, I met somebody. And, and, and I can read this with other people, and I don't wish this on anybody. But have you ever had an experience where you met somebody and it blows you open and you're messed up and you, yeah. can't, and you don't know why you're messed up and you can see them across the room and it's like you just know you know this person and you don't know what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Have you ha- ever had that? Yes. And it's hard to get over that. Yeah. You, you get what I'm talking about, I know what you're right? talking about. I know okay. what you're talking about, yeah. All right. Well, that's a past life, okay? And usually when you have an intense connection like that, it, it comes in quick and it leaves quick. It never stays because it's too much love to handle. So one person in that connection won't be able to handle it. Huh. So I talk to a lot of people who've had those connections, you know, and they're like, what the hell happened to me? I'm like, it's a past life. It's, they come, it's deliberately contracted to come in to blow you open, to wake you up. Hmm. But doesn't that leave, may, maybe leave you feeling with a sense of what could have been or like, uh, oh, man, this should have worked out? You have to grieve it, yeah. you know, because it's a loss. Right. Because what happens, it blows you open, then you've got to close back up. Right. But I guarantee one person can't handle that because huh. it's too much love coming in. Well, we are... About out of time with with Tammy. So is there any last questions that you guys have for her? And after that, if you just, like, what's one thing you want to just share with everybody before you go? I mean, I have, I have one question. Okay. Okay. So do you, did you find it hard in your life since you can communicate with people's, you know, what's, what's the word? Higher, higher self. self? Yeah. Yes, higher self. 
Like, because I mean, you obviously know like what an idiot dude is doing. So it's like, do you find like it's hard to like keep a relationship or be in a relationship? Or do you find that like personal relationships are hard for you since you are able to just see right through people? I don't always get my own stuff. I have my lessons too. Oh, okay. So, um, but sometimes I see it and I'm like, don't have time for it. No, true, true. You know, and I can read people, um, not all the time, and, and I just, you know, I can see things. What's and and some, I, some most of the time I don't say anything because they're not my lessons, but they might need to be there for other people. Mm. Is there anything you don't want to say about? Any of us? <laughs> Why are you looking at me, Ben? Yeah, I'm looking at Why everybody. Why are you looking at me too? Yes. <laughs> What's going on over here? Put a shirt on, Michael. Okay, I don't so like shirts. Hold on. Let's <laughs> see. Why don't we do this? Why All right. We have you guys each ask a question in an area of your life that you want to know. Ooh. Okay. And just be open and don't, okay. don't judge it. All right. Oh, Mike first, please. I'm gonna ask I already questions. know what his question's gonna be. Oh, good. All right, Sammy. Let's see. <laughs> you want to know about a relationship? Sure. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, who doesn't? Look, I don't want to give I don't want to give too much credit to Tammy here because your address is a floozy. So true. you are I, real tart. I am you clearly you are desperate. To yes, literally this anything. Is desperation. <laughs> Such a tart. All right. Let's hear. Let's see. You, let's you see know what, what I get for you? You need. You're gonna have an older woman. And come in, oh, okay. Snap. It's almost. Oh, yeah, yeah, snap. Is it yeah. Tammy though? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, but she's coming in around, I'd say December, January. Oh, that's and, soon. And you, yeah, and you need this, okay? Yes, he because does. Because it's almost like somebody's got to tame you. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Tame him! Yes. Never! Yes. But I actually think she'll challenge him. Oh, good. Because she won't put up with a lot. Okay. Yeah. And, and, you know, I just feel like you're going to be crazy about her. All right. I hope so, man. She's very tall, very thin. Well, that's what he likes. Um, um, dressed very elegant. Should... She she knows she's got her own money and... Her, well, she that's, what him, that's what he needs. <laughs> I can't provide for anybody. <laughs> yep. He's as shallow as a pond in Arizona. That's what he. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and you know what? I get some people are going to like her, and some people aren't because she's a truth teller. Oh, so, oh. good. Oh. You know, so Solid. Good. Mike likes that. Mike Tammy, likes you're giving the... me a lot of hope right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't go breaking my heart. I don't want to be disappointed. December, She's January. like, well, it comes in December, January, but your exit point is October. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to tell you, we're sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. always yeah. next time. Yeah. You're not going home empty-handed. <laughs> tell him what he's won. Yeah. <laughs> a Vivitar camera. Yeah. Sketchers. It's and the S. <laughs> Yeah, All right, and you're Yanis. gonna be around a while. Oh, and your weak spot is your lungs. So you, you really? Yeah. Oh my god! So huh. you know, make sure you build your immune system up. Okay. Okay. Right. As you get older. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's saying, don't get AIDS like Freddie Mercury and die yeah, of yes. lung cancer. <laughs> Watch the mustache. I got to get back to swimming again. Then you my, my lungs yeah. back up. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah. So you got to get ready for this relationship. All right. And don't look so hard right now. It's not right now. I don't really look at all. Okay. <laughs> That's such a lie. <laughs> I am always open. Exactly. But never look. Yeah. Always open. Never look. Yeah, but you yes. want quality. Exactly. See, quantity. Tammy gets me better than you guys. I've known you guys my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Your head back laugh is so much funnier with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dude. Yeah. He's the dude. Oh my God. Ben, you're up. Okay. I, I honestly don't know what question to ask. <laughs> you look at you. <laughs> 
Should I get these highlights? Um, <laughs> you know what I think you are, would be asking? What? Where, what's your future? What direction are you going in? Okay. I feel like you really need clarity with like what direction you're going in. Okay. Um, now you work uh, a day job. Okay. Because I, I feel like money is not your motivation, even though you have to have it. Um, and- <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Is that right? Whoa! Whoa! To be fair, to be fair, she had to walk through my living room. Okay, true. No, no, no. But, but really, you're not motivated by money. You're motivated, and you get bored easy. Yeah. So you know you have to be challenged. Mm. Um, I would tell you. I really get new think, friends. <laughs> no, I think they're good for you. Thank um, you. But I feel like you need. Can I ask what you do for work? Yeah, I just I do uh, voiceover work. Okay, that's right, voiceover. Mm-hmm. Get. More, I, I would say go into sound engineering. Um, learn how to do more sound. You need more technical experience. Okay. Because I feel like you love all that. You want to know how things work. So I, on the back end, I just feel like you're going to start composing and doing things later. Okay. And you'll add that into the voiceovers. And I, I don't know. I just feel like that's where you're headed. Okay. And that's where your money's going to be, too. Ooh. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. 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 What you got for Yanis? Yeah, what you got for me? I'm not going to ask anything. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, do you have a grandmother's passed on? I do. Yes. She's Agatha. She's spirit guy. Is she? My mom has actually said something similar. Yeah, she's actually guiding you. Okay. Okay. Um, I I feel like you don't plan anything. You just go along with everything. Yeah. You kind of, you know, um, and and, and your grandmothers tell me, get more uh, focus on what you want to bring in. Okay. Okay. Do you have stomach issues? Uh, no. I mean, from eating Taco Bell, yeah, maybe. Well, <laughs> not Taco. I mean, it's like your weak area. So if you, uh, I could do some more crunches. Um, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, digestive issues. Um, no, not that. Okay, not that so kind of watch that because that's your area there. Okay. Um, and are you with somebody right now? I am. Yes. I, I it, very attractive. I okay. would say, yes. Yeah. And I feel like she's in this with you. He has to say she's attractive. He has, <laughs> yeah. he has to. Yeah. She might listen but to she's, this. She's, but I almost like she's letting you lead this. I would say yes. <laughs> so I get, you know, make sure this is what you want. Okay. All right. Because you're in charge. Yes. And she's really um, a, a good girl, okay? Yes, she is. Absolutely. She okay. is. Wow. The time, like, okay. And I like her for you. She's good for you. What is happening right now? Okay. <laughs> what is happening? Okay. Isn't that cool. That's, that's and very I don't think you, good. And, and you know what? I feel like oh. things come to you real easy. They, they do. He's very smart. Thank yeah. you. He's the smartest but, but one. But I also feel like he doesn't have to try as hard. No, I, it's I annoying. Think, wow, what and is people, happening? And people are attracted to, you know, you just... I wouldn't say that, but... Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like friendship what is happening? and fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Man, wow. I'm... And, and and let me ask you this. You have kids? Uh, no kids, no. Are well, you wanting kids? I do. You will have kids. I, I, yes, I'm good. I get two. <laughs> two? Okay, that works. Okay. Hoping for four, but you know, I'll take it. You got I'm, I'm two older. coming. Uh, two wow. coming. It's <laughs> <laughs> like expect so, a text from that pretty yes. girl that's in your life yeah. later. <laughs> yeah, I think within the next two years, things are going to be more in order for you too. I hope so. Yeah. God, I hope so. But this <laughs> is all about making decisions too. It is. It is. Well, okay. All right. Okay. 
Well, Tammy, I think that's all the time we have. Yeah, we appreciate you wow, coming in you. here. You're amazing. Thank Tammy, you this is so fantastic. much. Wow. Yes, thank you so thank much. You. Dude, no, I'm thank you. I'm mind blown right now. I'm gonna unmute a second. Hey, here we are. We're back on. We're here. Buongiorno. Oh, but John, I'm making a cookie. Got a cookie. So cracker. All right, so go ahead and sit down and watch the uh, the old drink because it's in front of your cameras over there now. We changed that up. All right. What did I miss? Who who is that? Oh, uh, what did you miss? <laughs> that was Tammy J. Holmes, medium and psychic extraordinaire. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I missed. That is. You guys yeah. couldn't wait thirty minutes. <laughs> was, she was. She was booked. She, she was, was scheduled. Yeah, yeah. she had yep. people. Mm-hmm. So she fucking did did the whole thing. It was. It was. It was here? kind of twofold. She so we got open. like. Yeah, we got like an interview going because mm-hmm. I really wanted it to be like like I just wanted to hear like the logistics behind. Being. Oh yeah. So she the gave that to us. The, the we, hard data. We got kind of the logistics. <laughs> the science. We got the logistics, then we I got some outfit, of her opinions on Thank things you. and the real, like, otherworldly stuff. Yep. Then she brought it back into a positive message, and then she, uh... Then she took a knife and sliced into our souls. Does yeah. any of this have drugs in it? No. no. Oh. But go ahead and help yourself. Thank you, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pass. I was I'm hoping for the drugs. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. No, but she was... No she was, she was <laughs> you keep I, your uh, bullshit vegan, uh... <laughs> If yeah. it doesn't have drugs, it's straight edge vegan. cookies. We're good. <laughs> it's vegan right. if it doesn't have yep. drugs. You know, straight edge cookies. You know, it's not uh, if it's not bad for you. I don't want it. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure these are probably. Yeah, oh yeah, the worst. Your thing. mustache looks great though. Is that Thanks, man. who does so your makeup? Wh- <laughs> what are you Early for in Halloween? My career, I had to do my own makeup. Why don't, why don't we go around and tell everybody who we all are for Halloween? So, Mike, what are you? I am Freddie Mercury. If you never got AIDS. Okay. Actually, I don't know. I just found. If you never got it, <laughs> so you're looking real healthy. No. <laughs> you're right, gaining Nick, weight. <laughs> Nick, who who are you, Nick? I I, I didn't. Well, you're beer man right now because that's yeah. still in the shot. That wor- that works. Oh shit! <laughs> really messing me up there. There you go. Messing me I up. say you're you're uh, Rob Zombie. I'm a, I'm I a bottle of Lining Kugels. I think you're Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. Okay, that works. Yeah. I said Greek Jesus, but you know that's a Greek thing. Greek Jesus, that works. <laughs> they both have that top works. ten hits. Jesus, yeah. We turn water into Uzo. Yanis, you are uh, Ray uh, Charles. Ray Charles, uh, Pepsi but commercial. I a, but I had a miracle. Yeah, you got the right one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And you are Ben. I am Indiana Jones. 
It's all yeah. played. You well look. Played. You look like Thor when he got all fat and drunk. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what he is. Ding 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 ding. We have a winner. Yeah, what is he won? You nailed it. Bullshit. Vegan. Non-drug cookies. Non-drug cookies. Yeah, so what what did you guys what what's the so she talked to Mike, myself and Yanis. She said some yeah. things. Mike, she says he's gonna find somebody December, January. December, January, I'm going to find love. Yes. Yeah. And it would be an older woman. An older woman who who's has tall, money. Slender, has yeah. money. Yeah. And dresses nicely. Apparently. And she dresses a man. very glamorously. And people will not like her. Some will, some won't, because she speaks the truth. The truth? Yeah, which honestly, like, I'm so much like that too that, like, obviously. That's such yeah, confirmation bias shit. Teller. I love that. Right. <laughs> you know? It's funny because, like, like, as she did these things, I was like, all right. And then when she got to you, Yanis, yeah. that was exactly what I always expected every single psychic reading to be like, where it's like questions, kind of yes, kind of no questions. Yeah. Like, yeah. it seemed very normal. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like, I didn't tell her anything. And yeah, Some uh, them- she was, she was absolutely lovely. Yep, she was. I very enjoyed delightful. the experience. Yes, I'm glad that we got a little bit of yeah. both sides. Yep, she seems to know what she's talking about. She seemed really positive. And when it comes to the spirituality aspects, honestly, a lot of the stuff that she says is a lot of the stuff that I really subscribe to lately, which is kind of interesting to me. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't believe in a hell, which is brilliant, right? I mean, because. Because who likes Catholics and Southern Baptists, anyways? Am I, I right? Ma- imagine <laughs> thinking you're not actually in it right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's from Arizona, like, so, so she I says mean, there's no hell. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. believe her. Imagine you thinking you're not in it right now. It's yeah. the strange part. Like, that's, that's By the way, like I had stuff. no idea who she was when I walked. I thought it was like Michelle's mom or something. You guys were meeting. When you saw the living room, like, uh, okay. Uh, I'll say this. It was so funny because like, you know, I reach I reached out because I knew we were doing the Halloween show and I was like, oh, I want to reach out to like a medium or someone to come on the show. Let's have something, you know, fun to do for the Halloween show. And I reached out to several uh, different uh, mediums and psychics psychically. But I didn't get anything back, so I tried email. Okay. And, um, <laughs> no, but I, I I sent out emails, and I realized there was kind of one or two ways I could go about this. I could do it where I kind of skewed us to look more professional and nice. And I was like, yeah, I don't really want to blindside anybody, you know. Honesty's so I was just honesty is the best policy, really. And so yeah. so I said, this is our podcast. Here's some clips. Here's the RSS feed. Here's the YouTube channel. This is what we're yeah. about. And the only thing that I guaranteed him, I said, look, you know, I, I haven't. I've been emailing a lot of people, but like. You'll be treated with respect while you're here. Absolutely. And yeah. you know, we don't we want to badmouth guys. Yeah. We right? don't like, we don't want to badmouth anybody or do anything like that. And so I was hoping, and she was the only one that got back. And it was so funny because I looked at her profile online and like all the other ones looked like psychics and mediums. Uh-huh. Like they looked like with white the- people that love putting braids in their hairs and stuff, <laughs> you know. And you're just like, Yeah, this is a real spiritualist here, you know. Yeah, they sm- yeah, they yeah. all smell like the rock store at Old Town, you know. <laughs> it's just like she was so normal. It was just so like yeah. regular talking to her, like via email. Yeah. And then I thought, all right, maybe she'll like show up with like a cauldron or something, you know. And she showed <laughs> up and she was just nice, like, oh hi, nice to meet you. And she was just sitting in my living room drinking a water. And I was like, okay, this yeah. is yeah, totally normal. So yeah. it was. She, uh, I, I I do believe the mentalist is based on her. Because <laughs> he was also from Bakersfield, California. Oh and, snap! Yeah, like. It's the whole whole thing. The whole thing. yeah, and so something. But she was in the circus. Something so Nick that not, no, uh, no. is really interesting about her is that she's actually been featured on the Discovery Channel. Mm-hmm. Has um, she? Yes. What? So 
she's helped locate bodies in the Arizona desert. Mm-hmm. And so that's really impressed some people, including myself. If you've ever seen Arizona, it is yeah. just a wasteland. Driven it's like fallout. That. Real life fallout is Arizona. And the like hell on earth. I shout out to fact- Matt Green. Yeah. <laughs> is that where he's at? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, like, <laughs> I like the desert. It's not as bad as New Mexico. The, the desert, the climate in Arizona is better than Florida. I don't know why you guys are. are it's it's, it's, do you like to uh, lotion your penis? Seriously. Because you I have do to. every day. <laughs> Literally everything. It's like, I, do I do it every, every day. day. Thank you very much. <laughs> a couple, a couple coats rubbed in, <laughs> rubbed in furiously. <laughs> You know, um, he's like Astroglide moisturizes, right? <laughs> they call it Jergens for a reason. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? It's uh, it's better out there. It's it's it, there's there's no rain, right? Everybody hates fucking rain. Yeah, that makes everything right? better if you're, if you're when there's no moisture. Bugs, you can go outside. <laughs> blind melon. As soon as the sun, as soon as the sun goes down, it drops twenty five degrees, and there's no bugs. The problem though is the sun's up all day. Where is the sun not up all day? Exactly. <laughs> Alaska. That's where I want to be. Sweden. <laughs> you could go to Alaska. Yeah, you got that's like true. six months out of that's the year true. there, right? You can, go, you can go way north. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you want it not cold, bug free, and no rain, Arizona's I could take San at. Diego, though. You know? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, like. Except the, the people. That's like Arizona and light. The cost of living. Yeah. That's just Arizona and my light. Girlfriend. <laughs> and the ocean. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that. And the seals. The seals. I don't like that. Yeah. Like the Navy seals? No, they have like like a like a big seal, like a oh. like walrus. Well, the season. Navy seals are also. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They That's do. Yeah. True. There's also they do Navy seals. Yeah. So, what do you guys want to talk about first? Here, I'm still kind of uh, caught on this 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 thing with her. I mean, yeah, you know, she was cool and chill and all, but like, mm-hmm. whoa. Yeah. She but said a I, lot of I, stuff really casually, which I appreciate. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't believe in. Do you guys believe her? I mean, what do you believe? I think I've I never think believed I w- in a medium. I, I think it's I all bull here. crap. Thank you. Constantly. I, like, I, I have seen some things in my life. And the uh, fact that she's located multiple bodies, though. Yeah. If she's not See, the one that buried a, there's them. A thing, there's a thing to that. And, and you can look into it. But what's interesting. Look, here, here's something to, to ponder. Have you mm-hmm. ever met a, a successful and by successful, I mean, operating a sustainable business as being a fortune teller or a psychic? Yes, or, she or, her. Or her, right? Yeah. Have you ever met one under the age of twenty-five? Mm, she said she started. There, I think when she was in her thirties. There's, there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a reason for that, and that's because it's it, it really is a talent and a technique. Well, no, 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 no. The business the, started in her thirties. Right, right. But the but the reason the the reason that they struggle to be successful before is because they have. So much of it, it, it uh, half of what they do is called cold reading. Are you mm-hmm. guys familiar? Of yeah? Course. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so everybody knows cold reading, and, and the and the other half, the other half is um, lack of a better, you know, to to be a to use a woke term uh, is to be an empath uh, mm-hmm. of sorts. Yeah, you know, they get very good at that. Psychologists are good at that. It's part of the training. You know, when they sit with with a group of people or one on one, they can just read you. Of course, and they're yeah. good at it. And it. it, it it's not as miraculous as actually speaking to the dead, but it is miraculous, some of them. Some of them are fucking really good at it. Yeah. That, I would say... But it doesn't change the fact that that is what they're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's Well, I, I would say, because I don't, I don't want to say anything too off-kilter, because she's not here to answer to Right, I wasn't this. even here. Yeah, full, yeah, yeah. Full, you know, I think right. she, was, she was very nice. She was very professional. She had very positive things to say, yep. which I liked. Um, it wasn't all, like, doom and gloom or negativity. Right. Um, so I like that. 
I think, you know, she's she's successful with what she does, and I think she did a pretty good job of it here mm-hmm. for a very short time. So I like to think I'm a psychic because I have found the missing almond. No, um, it was it was left there earlier. Oh, so All right. the one that Mike left here yes. like months and months ago? I put it back. He's got to pick it up. Give it to me. <laughs> no, get, don't give <laughs> don't it to him. It. Don't, don't give it, it to him. It put to it I'm there. <laughs> Mike has to pick it up. I'm going to eat it. How long has Mike it been there? Mike has to pick it up. How long has it been there? Oh, I missed. Oh, miss. That was close. It did not it's go close. in. It's right there. Not, the, what? not the first time a nut bounced off his chin. <laughs> it's broken. Not now. not dressed Ew. like that. Is not. Ew. Sorry. Hey. So, what do you guys want to get into first? Right. What what really sticks out to you guys on the topics for today? We got some fun <laughs> ones. Oh man, let's talk about North Carolina. North Carolina, come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. Spin it around your head. Spin it like a helicopter. I was just there. Yeah, you were. How was that? It was delightful. How were the old person fight clubs? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that's what we're talking about. Well, we didn't uh, experience that. We went to the the baby ones, but it's okay. Uh, Toddler fight clubs was... Does one with dementia experience anything? Yes. The tree that you don't hear fall still falls. How do they know? The bruises the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's obviously... they won't know. Yeah, that doesn't mean they didn't experience it. So for those who haven't heard, there were some people running a fight club in the bottom of a... Was it really a fight club? Or I mean, yes. It's sick. They were, make, like they, were, they, really sick. they were bribing them like, with their medicine. I mean... I didn't see that part. I read, I read to with, the... With the, with the fights. Mm-hmm. And all I know is Jesus. that... Those title card fights must have been insane. What? Can you imagine a heavyweight sub like in this in the blue corner, standing an incredible four foot nine, weighing seventy pounds, Edith, and her challenger today out of the red corner, standing at five foot two, weighing one hundred and one pounds, Blanche, Blanche and Edith, man. <laughs> And this is when the lightning comes through. Why do all these stories always come out of these nursing homes? What? What? What is because with, they're what awful places. Psychopaths to fucking work at goddamn. Because you homes? have defenseless people who are who have no one to look out for them, and they are a burden to their loved ones sometimes. And so, because of that, they see it as the perfect right, like the perfect breeding ground to live out there. You think they think it fantasies. through like that? I, th- I don't, I don't think know. they think it through. They don't I think I think they don't I, rationalize it no, like no, that. No, I think I think it's I think it's a combination of things. I think it's I think it's I need a job. Yep, starts um, out there. I, th- yeah. I think, and, and I think when I need a job, it's good I need start. a job. Old it's a good start fight. to every evil I'm a, story, I'm a, really. I'm a, I, yeah, I'm a job. Hitler just needed employment, guys. Yeah. Come on, yeah. I'm a job. I'm a piece of shit. And then you see an opportunity to take to take advantage of people, and that's when that yeah, shit happens. Totally, it's terrible. Here's what here's what breaks my heart because I've always hated old folks' home with the experiences that I've had with my family and old, old folks' homes. It's always awful. They always smell awful. Everyone's always complaining that somebody's stealing their stuff and everything else. You know these people complain to their families about something like this happening, oh, yeah. and their family's like, "Oh yeah, sure, Grandma. Right. Yeah. Okay, or, yeah." Or they or they put a little hidden camera there and they fucking they blow yeah, it up doubt. on YouTube. I've I, seen. I've seen. Well, no, no, no. There, there was there's, footage. There's thousands saying, of them. There's I don't know. I don't know if the family did that in this instance. Yeah. I don't think that's what. But I happened. will. I will say this. My my the best nursing home experience that I ever had. I used to work at Orlando Health. Or. A hospital system here in Central Florida. It's <laughs> not called that anymore, anyway, right? Yeah, I don't work for them anymore. I've, I've, it's four jobs ago. Um, <laughs> you're and, fired. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're refired. Um, I guess blacklisted anyway. <laughs> you got fired? <laughs> no, 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 no. We need to have that story. You no, just no, no, call no. it listed, okay? <laughs> no, yeah, I got, I got blacklisted. No, I you got, got unaffirmative <laughs> action. <laughs> no, so I, I, so like right next to, uh, to, to the 
to the office where I used to work was a nursing home and they used to have really cheap breakfast. And so you could go in there as an outsider and literally just buy like nice. coffee and bagels and eggs for like $3 because they're all still on like World War II dollars. And it helps wipe <laughs> Margaret's and their, and their World War II MREs, they just open up and slide them out. Basically. You know, the powder. Don't hate on so MREs, I, they're good. They're, and they're, they're packed awful. with calories. They're good. Um, but no, and, and so I would go there like, three out of five mornings and I just hang out with old folks drinking coffee and just chilling. That's great. That's great. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. When was the oh, first time one of them asked you to clean the table? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't wearing scrubs. So it didn't happen too often, you know? So <laughs> I was talking more about your skin color, but sure. <laughs> Those old white folks are like, you're yeah, so man. friendly. He's such can a you, nice young man. Can you man. clean this up, please? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's, what's your name? Uh, Uncle Ben, yeah. what's it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They started thinking of Cletus that daddy wouldn't let him date in 1943. Yeah. It's a forbidden love. Yeah, it's a forbidden love. They start reminiscing. Yeah. You know? Then daddy walks in and is like, he raped me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. Did I hit home with Blanche? Anyway, uh, go on. Sorry. I am not looking forward to the day when people call me young man, ironically. (laughs) I think they already do. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. Like servers at restaurants? Here I don't think it's ironic. Ladies. I don't think it's ironic when old people say that. I really don't. No, no, no. I don't mean old people. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you like like young, when, people younger than you. Like, like when servers like, take it to a table of geriatrics and they're like, here's your pasta, young ladies. Yeah. Like, happy, like, happy 21st birthday, right. mm, Edith. I mean, my, my, <laughs> my father's like 61 and, and he refers to like 40 year olds as, as youngsters, you know, and I totally get it because as I get older, I notice that like, like my my cutoff point for me taking anything you say fucking seriously just moves up along with my age. Like it's always like eight years behind me. If you're like eight years younger eight than years, me. Eight years, that's a short range. That's a very- I'm only 35. Seriously. Dude, 25, 20-something 20 I dated a 24-year-old uh, when I was like you know, 30, and that was terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. <laughs> my cutoff is 25. Okay, they are. They're you know exactly yeah, like you know eight year, I don't know maybe maybe the my spread, older though maybe the spread will lengthen as I get older but seriously I I get it I get it like it's yeah it's hard to fight everybody that's younger than me is dumb you know yeah. <laughs> it's it's hard it's hard to fight as yeah as like, I get I older totally get it I'm like you should have to be thirty to vote and drive dude and every, I'm like that I'm a, should be when you start living life I'm at twenty five on voting <laughs> no shit no shit I'll vote for a constitutional amendment fucking twenty five to vote. <laughs> Uh, exception for for enlisted uh, military service members. Exception there, but uh, across the board, twenty five to vote. Fuck you. Why not just? And you have to. And you have to pass a civics exam. Why service a basic members? Basic civics exam. Well, because they they've they've kind of sacrificed a lot. And because he was one. And 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 <laughs> bias bias. And I don't always bias, consider it a sacrifice, and, but go on. And, and oh, here here's the difference. The real difference is that like when I get hired at a job and the boss changes, I can just quit. In the military, you can't. You you literally vote for your boss. Okay, you were in the military. No one's hiring you for anything, first of all. Okay. <laughs> Second of all... What? <laughs> I kind of get what you're saying. You know what I mean? That's that's the difference. That's why they should be able to vote, because they, because they have no reprieve against the commander-in-chief at all, if you take that away from them. Like, not only have they given up all their other rights, like, they've got no reprieve... No, that makes sense. No, yeah, but dishonorable no, discharge no. doesn't mean anything outside the military. <laughs> okay. What does it? Correct me. No, McDonald's won't hire you if you have one. McDonald's doesn't hire veterans anyway. That's true. I'm not going to tell you how I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that that's true. You know what I mean? All right. 
I'm just saying that it's true. Like what is that? Like What's on a permanent the point of record? Here? What did I say? That's, uh... oh, I'm just curious because you said. Uh, well, we started with. Um, I think what we're right saying is yes, young people are stupid. You're yes. saying well, if they're young and stupid and they held a gun in the Middle East, they should be able to vote. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't think going into the military automatically makes you smarter. But 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 but, but no no, it, it's not about being smart. It's, but it's, it's, a, but it's, it's a, about but it's about they have no way of changing. It's about it's about yeah. it's about duty, responsibility, and reprieve. Right. Here's what I'm gonna say though. I lost it. Continue. <laughs> I'm okay. gonna wear glasses at every freaking podcast. No, I That's like amazing. It, it shows man. that you're in charge. Out, I'm just like, yeah, really, yeah, 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 man. It, yeah. yeah. You give like 30 yeah. percent less fucks no. right it, now. It, it, yeah. it, in, it enforces your leadership. I'm at just the helmet. like, all right, that and the weight. Yeah, both of them. Like mm -hmm. What was I gonna say? It was pretty good. Oh, although, okay, for as a thought experiment. If we're going to say the military thing, I might agree with that because if we want to go back in time and look at how the Romans dealt with all the issues that we're trying to deal with today, they might have been onto something because citizenship was much more important back then. And enlistment was one of the ways you could be a citizen. Right. It was like enlistment, land ownership, things like that. I mean, if we want to look at that, that might be a great answer. Yeah, it, I, I agree. I agree. And, you know, the same problem happens. You know, it's it's a problem that I have with the Republicans. Um, in regards to natural birth citizenship, okay, like you can't, you can't tell an immigrant that they have to pass a special test to become a citizen, and then right next to them just hand it to a baby that just came out of the ether, just popped into existence, and just happened to be over this side of the line. All of a sudden, they get what this guy over here has to work hard for to attain. You so know? what's the and answer? as as a consequence, and I don't know if you guys agree with this, but at least in my experience, like you talk to uh, immigrants, uh, particularly ones that waited a very long time to get their citizenship, which is the issue know, in the first place. We can all agree on right, that. Yes, they they know they know more about civics than than most Americans. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Because Absolutely. because they were forced to. They, yeah. You know, yes. like literally, like like you need to take this seriously. You need mm -hmm. to understand it. You don't have to agree with it, but you at least need to understand it. Right. And that's that's the bottom line. And uh, because Stone Cold says so, you know, another another anecdote would be me being in the military. I would say I would say that your average, not your 18 year old. What right did you learn about civics in the Middle East? In the Middle East? <laughs> I think wow. it's the middle of the ocean. I was. That's right. Yeah. What did you learn about <laughs> civics? He was, was sailing to, to I was in the middle of the ocean, but I was, <laughs> I was in a little metal tube breathing fart. He was I know, so, I was so what did like, you learn about civics? There? He was waiting for the seven levels of heaven. You'll learn, you learn a lot about civics. 46, 74. For example. The, for, the whorehouse. The whorehouse in jail. Uh, yes, uh, I remember. For, for example, if you ever find yourself in tight quarters and you need to cross over somebody that is in a sitting position, you would need to step over their lap this way. Now, are you going to cross them? With the ass uh, or the dick? With the ass facing front? Well, you were the, in the Navy. It's the dick. Okay. Always. Uh, no, no, no. You're the person sitting. <laughs> are you going to have them cross you dick or ass? Pop, pop quiz. Kids. It's the Navy. It's the dick. dick. I'm, I'm, I, might say, I might say ass. You can slap it. You two win. Much easier. <laughs> you lose. Because as soon as that guy's ass gets in front, he's gonna fart in your face. <laughs> that's what that's why you don't give him that's why you don't let him cross that way. Because they're going to fart right in your face. So so you got like a little nut okay. tap when they walk past? You it? know? You can. That's easier from this you can. way. Though. The the old reach you around. Can. Right on you can, but they, they might they might be known to give you a good hip check. <laughs> right back. God damn. You know. That is. You've been headbutted. You ain't man. you ain't seen nothing. You've been hit with the corner of the, somebody. Well, oh. speaking of that, speaking oh. of that whorehouse, 
Speaking of that whorehouse, has reminded me that even after we talked about China and all that stuff, LeBron James decided LeBron's that he was gonna, gonna just his scholarly he input. was just going to dig a hole even deeper what LeBron for himself had to say. in the NBA. Well, he said that um, Daryl Morey shouldn't have tweeted that out, and yeah. that they're not politicians. Right. That they shouldn't do that. Essentially, he was telling Daryl Morey to uh, shut up and dribble, <laughs> which, uh, you know, LeBron James didn't like. Yeah. But all of a sudden, they're not politicians, which obviously they're not because they all backed Hillary Clinton. <laughs> so, you know, there you go. But furthermore, he decides to continue that that whole dialogue by saying that freedom we have freedom of speech, but it does cause problems. Yeah. And I'm like... That's a bad way to put that when these people in Hong Kong are dying right now over that same thing. Certainly. So he 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 says that and then has the audacity to say that he has had a really hard week that week having to answer all these questions. (laughs) It was the preseason, my guy. And it's like, oh, you've had a hard week talking about freedom of speech, and these people are, you know, yeah. literally fighting being in blasted. the streets, yeah, yeah, over that. So it just, it just got worse. It's the new and thing worse. to double down now. Like you get called out, you get proven wrong. You can't change your double mind. down. Yeah, double down. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 furthermore, it, he know? said that Daryl Morey was, and I quote, uneducated. On the uh, yeah. on what's going on on yeah. the subject, the guy who the, the barely... guy who graduated from Northwestern and MIT was uneducated on it. Yeah, but Akron's son, <laughs> from so a guy who barely got the, through high school, from high school to yes. the pros. Yes, yeah. he knows he was barely really educated. graduated high school. So, <laughs> did you guys see the uh, political cartoon that I shared yes. on the page? <laughs> that was really that was really great. That was great. He was like, I think you're uneducated on it. So I, I would honestly respect LeBron so much more if he would have just said, look. I have no comment on this. This affects business. This would already have blown over That's, by now. That would be the but professional thing. The reason that it hasn't is because of the double down. I Do you really think, think LeBron people... James has really uh, sound guidance from, from no, 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 from high school to the pros was bad counsel. No, no, no. I thought that was great because he got ninety million dollars yeah. before he even stepped on yeah, the basketball no. court. I, I read. I don't follow sports, but I did. I was interested in that. I, that in I read a little bit about mm-hmm. about what people thought of that. And I, some very strange opinions uh, <laughs> about that, in my view, from well, somebody who's not a sports well, guy. A lot of people, well, the, uh, people, those people are called the NCAA, and he would have made them <laughs> a a lot of money, a lot of money at the Final Four, right. or yeah, whatever. Um, but well, most of the criticism I saw was about personal development and, and things like that, and things that that may who I doubt can it, develop but, in the but, public eye from but, high school, right? But may, but I, yeah, I have doubts whether or not that would happen because I think he would end up. Pretty much the same. But I, mean, I want to say LeBron James the man. I have never had a never problem had a with problem. LeBron James the man. Nope. For someone whose father was not in his life, who has made all these decisions, that wants to be involved in his son's life, who set up that amazing school in Cleveland, yep. who, who who's done amazing things. I have never once had an issue with LeBron James the man. I always make that clear to people. Do I love yelling at him? On the court, yes. Yes. Do I say racially insensitive things in his direction? Yes. But I do not. I have. I have never once, until this moment, have I ever questioned his integrity or his. Which I don't even know if I'm still questioning that now. But what I mean is, I've never, I've never thought less of him as a human being, as a man right. before. This is the first time I've thought, oh man, Le- why Le- do this? LeBron did a lot of things as LeBron the man that made me get 
on his side. For yes. instance, when, okay, so there was that thing where, okay, the, the decision was one thing, right? Where it was like, I'm gonna take him down to South Beach. And I was like, that was the most tone deaf shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> You'd had a, a, a special about it? Okay, anyway. And then there was that thing where he had that summer, that, that basketball camp where there was like a division two, uh, six three shooting guard that two hand dunked on him, <laughs> and he like confiscated all the videos from it or whatever. And I was just like, <laughs> give that kid his props. Let him get a chance to like to get on like transfer to a D two school or something, whatever. And then after that happened, there were a few minor things, and I was like, okay, well he's you know he's doing better. You know he's you know he's he's made his game a little bit better. He's become more clutch. He's showing himself to be a good human as well. But then this also for me was like a. Come on, man. Yeah. He didn't have to talk about it, right? He, no, yeah, he no, didn't have no, to. Didn't they, can, they can always this say no comment. Yeah. If they had this done that, this would be over. He was like pushed and cornered, no, right? It, he, had week, he, he, he had said, a tough week, Nick. He had a tough week. I have an opinion, and I really want everybody to know, right? Yeah. yeah. That's... Who cares? He's looking for that China money, son. Yeah. He doesn't want Space Jam 2 to not open in China because exactly. that's the second largest. <laughs> that's, but true. that's true. That's true. Exactly. But that's what's weird is like, like I mean, he took it upon himself to become a spokesperson for his his, yeah. his check writers. Well, and, and the problem that's, is that's Shaq recently for me. Shaq really on is. TNT just stood up for this, by the way. Uh, him and Kenny the Jet Smith both came out and said, look, LeBron, you can't say this. Like either you can have an opinion and everyone can say it. You yeah. can't just say you don't want you don't want anyone to have an opinion if you disagree with it yeah. and a skull just fell but that's okay oh, yeah. a ghost did it <laughs> yeah. wah, wah, wah. and Shaq will promote anything yeah anything. so so like like yeah Shaq's all and about the money and if he's going to say no right we should be able to right now. yeah we should he's be able to do this the biggest person I've ever met here's yeah, here's what hurt me the most though and this is not proven but it was the athletic so I want to give it a little bit of you know, this wasn't just some freedomeagle.org, whatever. Apparently, LeBron James did approach Adam Silver, all right, who's in, in charge of the league. All right, he's the commissioner of the NBA. He looks like Nosferatu. Go yes, on. he does. And <laughs> that's all that. He needs the China money to stay, you yeah, know, exactly. in his current form. Yeah. Uh, he approached Adam Silver and essentially inquired as to why... Uh, more wasn't done about Daryl Morey after the tweet stating that this has cost the NBA money and that he should uh, kind of be punished for that. And I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, if that's true, that's even worse. Which, once again, I'm not saying it is, but it was a piece from The Athletic, from some inside people that said this is what happened. And I was like, that sounds really interesting. Goddamn. So He's what looking to his future, man. He's looking to toe the party line. And find a position. The with party, the, NBA. the party line. Like party line I don't know money. anyone. I don't know anyone. I mean, there's a few people on Twitter. I don't know anyone with a fully formed frontal lobe or cortex that could say China is doing everything okay. Oh, yeah. I agree. Like I, I don't know anybody <laughs> with a fully formed uh, frontal See, co cortex that doesn't that isn't bankrolled by China. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's the only people who. Have but I'm saying issues. average people. Average people that's know China's thing, horrible. Yeah. See. That's the thing, though. Like that qualifier that you just put up there is is meaningless because what they'll say is China has its problems, but we have our problems. And then they'll yeah, and right. then they'll when there's and no they'll either, comparison, and then, yeah, and then they'll either go there or or they'll they'll talk about where China has done well, but they won't ever mention it's well relative to how terrible they were. 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago. Right. 
it's never it's never compared to constitutional standards. It's always in comparison to the 60 million people they murdered in the 1950s. That they, you know, they don't really mention that part, but they're always like, oh, they're doing so much better. They're doing everything right. Look, it's just, uh, their their GDP has jumped from 1970 to like 5,000%. Yeah, in 1970, everybody's fucking starving to death. Like, <laughs> exactly. no shit. Like, we talk about like, that economically like, a lot, like too. Any, they're in a different, anything, in a different position, like, but like, not socially. If everybody yeah. has bread, it's a fucking thousand percent improvement. Okay? Yeah. They got everybody bread. Well, how about this? You know, why are we more accepting besides the like, like if China would stop all of the literal murdering of everybody, like it always amazes me how easily Japan gets off the hook on a lot of these like freedom of speech things. Like we're talking about this in China. You've been to Japan. Yeah. And it's crazy. I have to. It's crazy when you see how some of the people live over there. And how much power I'm not that following. government just yeah, how no, much I don't understand what you're saying. Well, so for instance, we talked about examples with Germany, Great Britain, um, stifling free speech. It, yes, and things like that. Yeah. In Japan, that's a huge issue that a lot of people have. The difference is Japan it's doesn't round doesn't okay. doesn't round people up and murder them. It's not, codified. and they also they also offer the rest of the world <laughs> a lot of great. Goods and services. Well, no, and that's no. because what's it's happening not in Japan is it's a social a norm. It's a, it's, yeah. it's a socially acceptable thing. Yeah, like that's, yeah, yeah. That's how you are raised. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like it's more. It's just it's, more. Well, like, that's a huge difference. That, that is a huge. That, difference. That's huge. But that's it's personal choice. That's that makes everything. That. But it, it's not personal choice if that's how you're like bred to do but things. It, that's but what I'm saying. Well, you don't have personal choice in how you're bred to do things. Yeah, I do. So why don't they? Because it's not it's not socially acceptable. That's what I'm saying. I just think it's interesting that we say one is, is culture it, and is one is not. Is it socially acceptable for you to take your pants off and go to the mall? No. Take off, take off your pants and jacket? Thank you. Like, but but like, I, I can go like, to the mall whenever I want it, to. Right. It's also illegal, though. That's You would right. get arrested if you did that. Yeah, and right? I'm saying since it's more of a social thing in Japan, it's just interesting to me that we don't see it as an issue. Because where people we look are at it in China being silenced. Because it's not the issue because there's no right. force involved. Yeah, and for and for us though too. And there's as, no physical force involved. Yeah, excuse as, me. But as, that's as, what, as, that's as, what I'm saying. Yeah, they're what, not rounding them up. But as westerners though, for uh, for us our like our rubric for whether or not people are doing okay is whether or not their shit looks like our shit. Right. So like they have Bentleys, they have Louis Yeah, Vuitton, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so and, and and that was the intention is that is that they have, you know, this, you know, one party, two economies situation where it's like, yeah, we have this, you know, this socialist, you know, thing in the background, but yeah, buy all the shit that you want. Like, I mean, and and that's how we're going to fund all the rest of our evil, terrible things that we're doing in the background, you know, but as opposed to Japan, that's more of a true capitalist society. They just are a little bit sneakier about their, their, their tickings away of, uh, I wish I had access to your post. so I could put a link so everybody could read this particular article where it talks about how China is actually, the epitome of the worst aspects of socialism and capitalism all into one ethno state. Absolutely. And anytime you're rounding up millions of people. And who do you say ethno state? I got rock. You know what I mean? Because like it's all it's all the worst aspects. Like 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 socialists and capitalists have every reasons to hate it. Uh right. You know, uh, on, on both sides of the uh, ideological spectrum. But Japan, look, I know what you're talking about. Look, Japan has the highest suicide rate. 
Virgins galore. If you have, if you have, if you have a kid, and that's with, all social. It's all social. Exactly. It's all social. If you have a kid with Down syndrome, it's a point of shame, right? Like there's, there's lots, of, lots of things here, but I'm not going to touch that comment. They're not. They, they, they do. They do. You, you experience extreme shame. Like I mean, there's parents that off themselves because their kid came out with Down syndrome, because like I mean, that's just that's how it goes over there. But it's not codified. It's not. Uh, it's not, it's not it's, state run it's a, necessarily. It's a social it's a social pressure that cannot be dictated, changed, or otherwise manipulated by the state. And, and I think and Japan knows that because But I think smart. to answer this though to you, so maybe it is just a social thing. What I'm saying is if if you were to bring someone from Japan over here and say, look, we're gonna give you the exact same house that you had over there, the same job, the same whatever, right? But you can do this, 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 and this, and not have to worry about your social standing or having to, you know, drive a katana through your heart because your kid looks right. funny. Like, do you think they would like that more or less? That because the, the question about the pants thing, right? right? That's legality, but it's also they're not. I don't have much down there. I wouldn't feel comfortable this going is to the a, mall with pants on. <laughs> this is you a know? question. Like, this is a question on what on what is it about themselves that they're most proud of. And if you ask a Japanese person that, it will it will come down to honor and industriousness. And I'm telling yep. you, they're industrious like ants. You, I could show you a picture of a particular intersection when that earthquake, I've seen the it. Fukushima, yeah. and in in a week and a half, yeah, it looked they, like nothing mm-hmm. even fucking happened. Yeah. And when I, I'm telling you, they work like ants. They work together like ants. Um, from the lowly sandwich maker, I saw at the footage of them shop, getting together like all a the ball way up, and rolling down the street. Yeah. The guy, the guy making Racist. your sandwich, the guy making your sandwich at Subway has the same enthusiasm and grit and determination to do the best job possible as the CEO of a multinational corporation in Japan, and that's what they're proud of, and they should be because they're they're industrious as hell, and that's why they're an that's why they went from 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 pulling fillings out of their teeth to make ammunition in World War II, that's how destitute they were at the end of it, to an economic global powerhouse. And they're a little island the, the size of Louisiana. Like, if you took Louisiana, you stretched it out. They're the size of Louisiana, and they're a multinational powerhouse because they don't tolerate any kind of weakness. And Louisiana doesn't even have fillings to pull out. Yeah, right. they don't even have teeth. <laughs> they don't even have teeth, right. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't fucking fight off the United States for fucking four years. Uh, you know what I mean? You, they you, come you in riding alligators, right? Saints right. jerseys. Speaking Creole. So just like any other culture, just like any other culture, it's like what makes them great and strong and special and unique is also their inherent of their fault of course like you 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 don't get one without the other you don't take everybody taking making sandwiches that fucking seriously without some people offering themselves when they fail at school i i guess yeah i, I agree with everything you said i don't think anybody disagrees i think the point i was just making i just think it's interesting that we give japan this pass for some reason like where we don't give china besides the whole rounding up millions of people and killing them i think it's just the state violence the out like the out and out just unabashed we're just gonna do whatever we no, want. No, see, I still disagree with that. Like, where is the Japanese government violence that you speak of? No, there's not any. I'm saying you that's said- why. No, the Chinese government. Right. Yes, I said and- the difference is it's all it's all society based in Japan, even though it seems really weird to us. Like, it seems yeah. just as stifling and I think horrible to have to kill myself acceptable. if my child, you know, looks funny. I like, think it's morally acceptable for somebody to disapprove of somebody else's behavior socially without forcing them to do anything. Or 
Are we? Yeah, yeah, I agree. So yeah. I, that's just I'm I'm missing what you're saying. Like I think we give Japan a pass that we don't give to China simply because China's government is violent towards their people. Who, but I think are we the, giving the country a pass or the people a pass? No, the the country, the country, because the you people the don't government. have a choice. The, yes, the governments, because the people don't have a choice in either either country. No, but. They do in Japan. Like in Japan, Japan don't, don't they to. don't have a choice if they're Japanese or not? They have a, they have a choice on on whether or not they're going to get persecuted by their government based on doing some social norm or not. But that's what I'm talking about is social norms. I think this is just my opinion. It's right. not. We have to prove something here. We're going to go round and round, and people no, are going to stop listening. I'm just, All I'm saying is, point. I'm just trying to yeah. understand. Oh no, no, okay. there's nothing to understand. Last I'm saying words. Ten we seconds. give. Go. I'll talk as long as I want to I'm on this pass freaking podcast. What's the mute button for you? Yeah, yeah. There is not one. I thought that this was enthralling. Excuse me. I'm No, no. You get into this whole spinning wheels thing. Like, all oh. I was saying was my opinion is they both countries suck, but Japan has really cool tech gadgets for us, so we give them a pass. There you go. I don't think Japan sucks at all. Yeah, me either. Well... We should talk about it for 30 more minutes. <laughs> Why not? That's crazy. Let's do That's it. That's so cool. Can we just talk about the incidents of like extreme virginity over in Japan, though? Like, and suicide rates. Yeah. And, and you were mentioning the other social norms that aren't normal. That's all I was getting at. I was okay. just like, yeah, that's right. all really weird, e even though it might not be officially endorsed by the government. Yeah. They live in a certain weird place space that I think a lot of Chinese people do. It's just the government's yeah. outright pushing it on them. Dude, if you're a shy dude... In, uh, in in the states, and you're looking for a lady, go to Japan because I guarantee you there's especially if you're quite blonde. A, oh, dude, quite a few. I don't know. I don't know how they'd go for or black. For, I guess. I know. guess I don't know. I, no, I, they're super. They're not. They're not racist. They're not racist, but it's hard to get by. Xenophobic. I've seen some. Pokemon. They are very xenophobic and ethnophobic in Japan because yeah. they appreciate their traditions. They yeah, don't no, see they, anybody else. Okay, but that's what I'm they, saying. We're giving them a pass. You just said, well, it's because they appreciate their no, traditions. Whose island is it? Whose <laughs> like, island is like, it? That just whose island is it? It's Douglas's island. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Is it, is it Ben's island? Is it your island? Or is it the Japanese? Well, I'm American. Island? I'm American, and uh, that means I dropped two bombs over there. Okay, yeah. so it's close to my no, island. No, you can go there all you want if the Japanese. Chinese don't want Muslims being citizens, then that's not my business. No, but I'm just saying those are passes. Those are perfect those examples are not passes. of yes, yes. If there was another I'm country that was them doing a pass, this, I'm saying you wouldn't say, well, yeah, they're they're really I'm racist because they just love their traditions. <laughs> but it's Japanese people. They're so like, oh, they have these long history. Oh, this is so good. No, it's stupid. You're both ignorant. <laughs> and ugly today because you're dressed like that. Okay. Japan says you're Islam, you cannot become a Japanese citizen. China puts them in a camp and harvests their organs. And this and is my say, point. And you say we're giving somebody a pass here. I yes, don't understand. Yes, you are, are in a way. You are in a way. You're dehuman. You're still. You're still. I'm saying both are wrong. And I'm not even comparing China to Japan with how they treat their people. I'm saying that's the big difference. But they're still. They're still. Japan's still saying. Well, you're not exact. That's not exactly human behavior. So we're not going to give no, you. a it's pass. It's not Japanese behavior. But that's my point. No, if that was any human. other country, if that was any other country, we wouldn't be giving them a pass. But for some reason, we do. You guys have perfectly laid out my argument for me. Thank you. The, the royal, Moving. the royal we being <laughs> other people, not not moi or 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 Freddie. All right, what else you on are. the docket? What we got? What's on the docket? I don't know. I sent it to you guys. I left my phone in the living room. There was some trans uh, oh, cyclists. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, it's. Yeah, they they I want. Know they, I was supposed to they, send they stuff. Beat, I should probably yeah, send stuff. Trans woman cyclist beats fem, uh, female other cyclist. They're pissed off about it. What's new? Yeah, what's new? Okay, yeah. 
we, that is that is great more attraction. But you did send that that uh, Twitter feed to us recently of yes. the woman who was what talking did you guys about think about feminism that? versus yes. the LGBTQ movement. Well, now. the LGBTQ community and the T community. They kind of separated it. Yes, that's exactly. They're talking about the LBG versus the T. LGBTQIA. So, so correct. Once again, that's it. Sure. Sure. What we're saying is this person. D-E-P-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? What was your reaction to that then, Mike? Yeah, I was actually very intrigued. It brought back a lot of thoughts. We talked about how Erica worked with this group of people who were, when these trans kids would come into this home that was safe for them, then these older lesbian women would try to like talk them through things and be like, they'd be like, you don't understand me because you haven't gone through this. And it's like, wait a second. I've gone through something but no but you haven't you don't know what it's like to be trans and it's like all right well they've lost their sort of validity in a in a sense for this like defense argument of people people have to be marginalized and now that everyone's mostly okay with gay people we're like okay cool yeah so now gays now not now you're if you're gay it's not yeah you can't help them because you're no longer marginalized you don't get it anymore and this woman brought up this this severe point of saying, well, the difference between these two movements is that we were fighting for equality without changing anything. Yeah. You guys are fighting uh, to yeah, change yeah, getting, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, the yeah. social structure. They wanted to get what was what was the you know the same rights as everyone else. And it seems like as if now the trans movement is trying to have everyone change their language, their, right. you know, the way bathrooms are constructed, like a whole number of things that, you know, that that is that is not necessarily equality, but a form of I would say supremacy, and it's very unsustainable. And in it's a lot such of ways. a small percentage of people. It, yes. It'd be like it'd be like someone saying, "Well, you know what? People in Saint Cloud, Florida, feel this way. Federal law." Yeah. We're like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh? Yeah. Did you read it at all, Nick? Nope. <laughs> it was well, really good. Yeah. I think she she laid out some really good points, and I think I agree with most of them. And it ties in actually with another another thing on the list, which was uh, I think the brand is always. I don't think one really always? needs to read the specifics to know the basic tenets of the the debate here. I mean, because it always comes down to the same thing. Well, of course you'd it? say that because you didn't read it. It always comes down to the same <laughs> thing, doesn't it? Bias. What, what, what was bias? Right, what was new and unique uh, about the arguments presented? Well, it it was unique coming from someone that was still celebrating the LGB and just mm. not the T. I think a lot of oh, times I the see. argument okay. comes down yeah. to someone if oh if you're so they're transphobic Love if you're whatever Love then you it. don't get that you know and so yeah. it kind of came from someone that I think would have a little more validity mm. in that space. Yeah, but always the brand uh, that makes feminine products, if I can say that, uh, has removed the female logo from sanitary pads because I'm offended. It's not just women that have periods. Well, when I bleed from my cock, I always go for the I get, packs. Brand. I get the man puns. <laughs> Put it right in my dick what do you, hole. What do you think about this though? Like an actual company made this decision because they're they're retarded. They're retarded. <laughs> you can't say retarded. Okay. Retardo. <laughs> uh, okay. um, In Spanish, it doesn't mean the same thing. You know, El retardo. Well, here, here we don't have to kill ourselves if we have one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're just proud of their traditions, right, Mike? You don't, you don't have to kill yourself. Fuck in a black either. guy. <laughs> You don't kill no, yourself no, 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 is no. a choice in all countries, in all places, everywhere, forever. Let's be clear about that. You can opt out at any time. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> there was no question. I just wanted a reaction. Always. Yes, you know. they they, Always. they don't want the female the female symbol on the sanitary. Pads. I know. I've I've read that somewhere too. That not all. Oh, not yeah. only men or not only women menstruate or something along those lines. Like well, it's it is a very much a trans argument of like to be so close minded to think that right. only women would menstruate. They fell victim to the Twitter man mob. So, is now so let's say this. It's right. few, it's They're few, pandering to few, me. To me, right. I see that as pandering. They're while dumb. some people see it as appreciating, I see it as pandering. They don't understand that the people tweeting them represent like like point five percent of their entire customer base. That's what they don't understand. They just but see this loud and then squeaky wheels. Just fucking exactly, yep. squeaky wheels. Squeaky get, wheels the, get, get, get the, the grease. Get the fucking man pads. Yeah, but and that's the thing too is that like maybe you know a feminine pad could be good for my sweaty balls. I don't know, but I'm not saying. <laughs> but if I were to buy them, Dude, that's cool, not the argument. Like, like a cooling like, one. Oh my like, god! Do oh. you guys deodorize your balls? Gold, gold my balls are sweaty just sitting here. I'm already <laughs> wanting a pad. Right? <laughs> Am I the only one in the room who uses deodorant on his balls? Yes, I think so. Do you, do you, does it work? Oh yeah, I've been doing it since I was like fifteen. The clear stick or the white? Yeah, clearly the, his everything. success with women is a great metric <laughs> here. I put on a layer of both just to be sure. When I pull my pants off, it is not a spunky wolf. Yeah, but I could can you, tell you but that. Could you imagine like a girl like trying to like suck your balls and then she tastes like you know like an old as spice a, stick as opposed to instead of skid marks, ball she gets fucking deodorant <laughs> streaks <laughs> doing his laundry. That's so fucking. <laughs> I'd rather. I have both of those things. I don't understand the problem. Oh, I have I have a bidet at my house. I don't have skid marks. You, you have go. a bidet. In you are you living go. like you are Japanese. And you I import that from France. My booty hole sparkles. I got it for twenty six dollars. Dude, it's the greatest thing. Prove it. Let's see. Yes. The video. <laughs> All right, get up to the camera. <laughs> here. That's for our go. Patreon subscribers. Y'all better chill out. That is only that for is Patreon. Prove it. The three sixty under table view coming soon. That's right for our ultimate Patreon subscribers. Oh, no, but it wasn't. It wasn't that, hey, men can also use our products, so we should take the feminine logo off. It was, hey, everyone menstruates. Like, that was the messaging. It wasn't like, hey, you could also use this. It was, yeah, the whole thing is that women, you know, women aren't the only ones that get periods or whatever, and you tweet it like a hundred times. I'm going to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah, If I start bleeding down there, I don't think a pad is going to work. You've already bled from your dick before. I have. So you have. I have. <laughs> Story time. Oh, it's, it's on it, a past it, show. Dude, oh, Franken. Okay, Frankenweenie. Right. Frankenweenie. Yeah. Oh Franken-weenie. my god. What happened, huh? Franken-weenie. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't good. We should all sit around and trade cock stories. <laughs> <laughs> I got the, things, the cock story. to end the, a cock story. <laughs> yeah. No. The things men do with their penises. God damn it, dude. That should Jeez. be the name. That should be a podcast all on its own. Yeah. There you go. The things we do with weird, our penises. Weird stuff with the dick. <laughs> I think we can all say that every guy should have picked up a towel with their erect penis before? Yeah. <laughs> of course. I, I saw how many pairs of clothes I can actually hold up. <laughs> That's what you were doing at that gap. <laughs> Every single you know, one of us. How many you know? sailors can you, you know, hold on I can, I can hold up a quarter of my wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can pick after, up a quarter of my sea bag. After a month at sea, I'm sure. Just fucking hard as diamonds. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that diamond dick. That, fi- that fifth grade boner, you know? <laughs> that fifth grade boner. <laughs> the the school bus dude, that, boner. That school bus boner, oh, fifth grade man. boner. 
That shit was like that. You could not. <sighs> no, it always comes up right before you got to get up in front of class. Dude. And do something. Oh, every my time. God. I was digging through my backpack as I got off the bus. Did like you guys do the day. up and tuck? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You do the up and tuck where you yeah. pull it up into your belt. And yeah, 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 yeah. It's like right it's there. Like oh, yeah. Poking up. Yeah. Over wow. There. Your vape, your vape oh is blocking gosh. it perfectly. <laughs> Ladies, look, we do the up and tuck. It's where you take the boner and you put it right up on your belt and it just pokes up right yeah. there. But you can't lift your arms up. up that much. You can't, but you can't lift your arms up. No. No lifting the arms up. Don't lift your arms up. You can't be celebrating shit. No. Because it'll be like. Touchdown! Ooh. Like I grew up in the '90s, so I always had these big fucking Jinko jeans, fucking shirts, man. My shirts came out, and I'm short, so it came down past my knees. You know, oh That's my god! You know, I'm a big. You know, I wore a size like like fucking like 11 shoes in seventh grade and I'm an adult now I wear size nine so. right same. Like, yep. like, same like you know I was trying to fucking you know I'm a big boy I wore size <laughs> I wore size 12s and uh, yep. I, I'm a 10 and a half now yeah. So, yeah. trying to impress any 13 year old with tits yeah, yeah until, wait not not still right oh no, no. oh okay his cut off is 25 okay. you know, I can still yeah only... 25 to life well, you know you know, uh, well, I've, I've I've managed to impress women a little older. That's you know, good. Uh, He's like 14, 15. <laughs> you know, Thank you very much. I've managed to impress. They're driving. They're driving. You know, <laughs> they got that learner's you know, permit, boy. Yeah. <laughs> the late 20s women, they're, they're a hard sell. They're a hard sell. Oh, Jesus. You know, fuck. Just show them the diamond What's the guy going to do, you know? Hit him with so the, hit him tomorrow with the we're doing something really special, and that's why Yanis forgot his costume, because apparently me? he's going to, you too, if you want to. Um... Tomorrow, we are going to downtown Orlando to celebrate Halloween. O-Town. And we're all going to be in our costumes, and we're going to record it. We're going to edit it together, and we're going to make it real nice and fancy. It's going to have the highest production value of anything we've done in the last two months. Explosions. I don't have a a costume. Whoa. Just go. I'm serious. Just put on a Rob Zombie t-shirt. Just put on a white robe. You look like Surge. You could be the Surge Tankian. You could be the, uh, the, the system of the down. Yes, you could be the system of the down singer. Wake up. No one's yes. going to know that. <laughs> I'm just going to run up there and go, wake up. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, right. Wake up. <laughs> you could do it. You're kind of looking like um, Jason Momoa. Right I really now. cash out on being on Arminian. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's really been a least intriguing. Just like that. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. <laughs> what time are we going to no. be there tomorrow? When's it all start? When are you going to be there? What's going on? I mean, we can, we can. can't afford that shit, guys. Me- I'm broke. Meeting at your house, yeah? Sure. I, I want okay. to, but I'm broke. Can't sure. afford it. Okay. Can't afford so it. what time do you want to set your house? Because I'll bring there. I'll bring Mike, Michelle, and myself. Let's go 930. I spent my last okay. fucking $13 on this fucking fine-ass <laughs> beer. I'll buy you beers, buddy. <laughs> I know. It's at the end of the night. It's at the end of the month. So, you know. If you, if you Come write- first. I'll fucking be there. If you ride with, I'll, you know, I'll get beers. I'll party my ass off first week of the month. Yanis is only offering to get you beers because he knows he doesn't drink, I don't drink, and Michelle doesn't drink. So he's like, yeah, I'll get beers. I'll get beers for everybody. Michelle drinks? I'm going to tell the no, wife. No, she that, doesn't. Okay. I'm going to tell the wife that a black man's taking me out. Yeah. I'm doing it. She's going to get it. jealous. I'm doing it. She might. Is she Japanese? She might. Otherwise, she's like, I wish. Have fun. <laughs> I wish. I heard they have sideways no, vaginas. She has That's a, a kidding. I'm she has kidding. an annoying oh, Western fucking disposition of being independent and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's super annoying. Mail orders, man. 
That's super damn. Women's right. suffrage was such a mistake. Oh good, really was. You know, she talks a lot. Because <laughs> well, I, I told everybody this. I'm like, yeah, okay. They learn to read. Next thing you know, then they're voting. <laughs> like, you know, it's it's dominoes, dominoes, <laughs> Next dominoes. Next thing you know, they want to be in the front lines of the goddamn army. Uh, yeah. The goddamn and, then, and then they're sewing up their vaginas <laughs> and they're getting dicks now. No, What's they're, happening? Not, they're not even they're using their vaginas in China. <laughs> yeah, they're not even using feminine pads anymore. <laughs> they're for everybody now. This is what women's they're suffrage has gotten us. Pads. Really? What? Yeah. What? Let's let's it's say it's not that they wanted to stop using pads. It's just that they needed you to wear one. Yeah. yeah. So what has women's <laughs> suffrage got us really? How do women vote now? Not well. So, <laughs> like, I mean, really, it was a mistake. Well. <laughs> I'm just saying it was a mistake. Okay, that's what we're going to leave you guys with. Mike, Nick, Yanis, and uh, Fat Thor. Women's Beauty. suffrage was a mistake. And uh, we will see you guys uh, next week sometime. So, bye. Bye.